This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everybody, Chris Hamden here. You know, the, the guy off back of the nest, that thing you're listening to right now. Um, you will have noticed already that this is not a regular podcast. Um, I didn't want you to have nothing uh, for the review this week. Um, although you may decide that nothing would have been better. I think I've, um, there's a number of reasons why there's not a regular review uh, show to this um, on, on this particular occasion. Obviously, you all saw the game, as did we. <laughs> and um, I don't think reliving it is, is in anyone's mind right now. And I think, in all honesty, I might be a bit serious at the moment. That's sometimes the, the difficulty with the review show, um, in the sense that we have to react very soon after things and quite often we find ourselves saying things that we might not even agree with ourselves and it's in the circumstances it's very difficult not to be reactionary uh, to what we've seen Um, obviously those of you on on social media and on message boards and what have you would have noticed there's been a very strong reaction and and rightly so when you when you lose to your your biggest rivals as they currently are Uh, although you know sometimes it doesn't really feel like the rivalry is what it what it what it used to be I guess so, um, as a really loud plane goes off in the background, which I sincerely hope you hear, um, I just I wanted to make sure that I, I gave you something this week, um, even though, like, as I say, it might not be as good as absolutely nothing. Um, so, first of all, we really didn't have a, a way of getting a team together to review it um, with a producer in a reasonable time, so uh, by the time we could have done it, it would have been time for the Love Sports show, which obviously goes out live 7 to 9 p.m on a tuesday night um so rather than be repetitive the main review will be part of being that first hour of the love sports show which will be out as a podcast shortly afterwards it'll be at the very least to be dr and nick with uh, johnny burrows this week um i may be there <laughs> depending on work uh, i might not make it unfortunately we'll see, we'll see what happens the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. But I don't want to address a, a, a few things because it has been a really strong reaction and there are you know, plenty of talking points to go into, but obviously I'm on my own and it's getting very, very weird if I start trying to have a debate with myself of any kind. Um, I started to giggle a bit there in immaturity, but I've stopped myself. The, um, the first thing I wanted to really mention was obviously there's been a lot of 
grief going Roy's way. Um, you know, I'm very frustrated with what I saw. Um, it's not been the first time this season at home that we've seen a struggle to break teams down. It's very, it seems very easy for teams to come to Sellers Park, set themselves up to defend and, and squeeze the space. And we don't seem to know what to do about it. It's been a problem for a fair while now. Uh, I think what I would say with Roy Hodgson is you get you get consistency. So there's a real upside to that. And we talked a lot about that last week. There's a, there's a huge positive in having a manager who makes sure his players are well drilled they know their roles within a team they know exactly what's expected of them and, and primarily they focus on retaining shape when out of possession however when your opponent hands you possession as, as Brighton did and as many teams have done this year to us uh, particularly at home I think we don't quite know how to how to deal with that um, and it's noticeable at times particularly when we're, we're broken against from a compact team that our lack of width constantly leaves the fullbacks isolate now if you're a superhuman robot like Aaron Wan-Bissaka doesn't seem to matter but over on the other side you know Patrick van Arnhout's been having one hell of a time this season um, often having his defensive throughout he's shown up so look it's a it's a it's been a really tough thing to watch it shows that the negative side of of how you know Roy has the team set up and how he coaches the team but to to be quite as disrespectful as some people have been seems a little bit distasteful to me. Um, as soon, you know, I, I'm quite happy to point out we're the second worst team in the Premier League at home, but you can't solely use that as a reason to abuse the manager and demand his sacked if you ignore how good we are away from home because he's responsible for both. You can't have a manager who manages you at home and a manager who manages you away, so it's a little bit nuts, really. Um, I think there were some key problems in the in the way we set up, particularly the midfield. Um, I think when you look at how Jeffrey Schlupp played, how James MacArthur played, um, it, those two in particular really struggled to have any real impact on the match. Um, you know, their movement, their passing seemed to slow us down in the middle of the park. We became very ponderous throughout the game as a result of a number of uh, different players kind of resisting the urge to do anything kind of dramatic or... Um, We'll take any real risks and again that's that's some, something of a, a fixture of of Roy Hudson's tactics but I think it's important to I, I, I believe that Jake Kuate uh, was struggling for fitness um, and that's why he wasn't selected so again you you know Roy's hands are a little bit tied there but you go back to the, the whole Max Meyer debate and, and whether or not he in certain key areas playing in for where Jeff Schlupp was or where James MacArthur was, whether he would be the type of player who could occupy the huge amount of space that's left uh, in the centre of the park between our, our forwards um, and the midfield. So really, look, an incredibly disappointing game. And at the very least, we expect, as, as Palace fans, is for the team to be up for the fight. I think in both games against Brighton this year, we've been woefully short. We've, we've gone out onto the pitch and we've tried to play at this regular pace we've tried to play you know with you know sort of cool heads and I'll be honest you understand the logic of that you understand a manager sending his team out and saying look don't get overawed by the occasion play your game play your natural game and all that kind of stuff but it doesn't work in a, in, in every derby we've seen it twice this year uh, sorry this season and you have to get the team fired up. They have to match the intensity of the opposition and the dedication of the opposition. You know, I, I despise Lewis Dunk, but he was everywhere in defence for Brighton. He's thrown himself in front of everything. 
and then you watch Anthony Knockhart's goal if you can bear to watch it um, and we just let him shoot you know and Patrick Van Arnholt will take stick for that um, I think James Tompkins for the first we conceded will feel very unfortunate with the way the ball was, was hanging up in the air with the wind but at the same time it's still an error um, you know despite the, the finish from everyone's favourite old man Glenn Murray so um, look, we, we got ourselves back into it but it, it wasn't enough the over, you know what I guess is probably the most frustrating thing and why people are quite so annoyed with Roy is you know he was quoted the same before the before the game started that you know he didn't quite understand the rivalry from a fan's perspective but unfortunately the full conversation was much more sensible and revealing than that and when you just pick that one quote because he what he was saying was when he grew up in Croydon it wasn't a thing so he, you know he he didn't understand the rivalry because it didn't exist but he was making it very clear that he does understand what it means to to the fans and players unfortunately that didn't really bear out in how and how we went and approached the game and secondly after the game he's talked about the fact that you know if you if you argue it's a bad poor performance and the fact that we didn't make the best of our chances and didn't create the, the best opportunities then yes it's a poor performance and what he's saying in that I think it's pretty obvious is that there were statistically um, and you know performance data reasons for you know for him saying it actually wasn't that bad a performance and I don't think as fans I don't think we want to hear that we 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 are results driven that's true we react to results more than we react to performances although it's not true in every case but I think what we want to see from a manager in reaction to losing a derby game or losing losing the second derby game of the season allowing Brighton to beat us twice in the league in a season we want to see a, a much more visceral reaction than that I don't think Roy's ever going to give you that but you know it's it's a difficult thing to take um, so there you go I, I, I won't get into any more detail on that but very disappointing performance and um, you know it hurts to lose to Brighton It's, but it is important to retain a degree of perspective you know there's, there's certain things that have happened both in the news and, and to people I know this week and you just think okay you know ultimately it, it hurts but it's still it's still football and it's still when you look at it it's it's three points you know annoyingly we've given them six points this season that's probably those six points will keep them up if you think of it that way um so doubly annoying but you know basically we lost a we lost a game of football in the premier league you know we won games that we wouldn't have thought we'd have won this season so ultimately it doesn't really mean anything other than a great degree of bragging rights and if they want to celebrate like it's a it's a massive achievement fair enough but it's nothing to you know beating them for the first time at their new ground in the league. It's nothing to knocking them out of the playoffs at their place. It's, it's you know, it, it we our achievements against theirs. It, it's just not comparable. And um, you know, part of me hopes we get them in the cup this year. And, and when it actually matters, we really do show we are the better team. Although of course, part of me fears that wouldn't be the case. Anyway, I've been going on for quite a while now. So I'll, I'll wrap this up. But just a quick nod to the news in the paper. Well, I don't think it was paper. I think it was Bloomberg um, uh, news this week that uh, apparently the club is up for sale. Um, whether that means the club as a whole or just the stake from Blitzer and Harris or whatever is not abundantly clear. Uh, but I, personally, I, I don't think that's news as such. Maybe it is, but um, I think anyone... Um, would suspect that for the right offer the club would be available for sale I'm not 
wasn't expecting long-term investment from from those US investors they are quite clearly people who invest to make money and you can't really do that long term in a, in a football club so they're looking to cash in on whatever value has increased for Crystal Palace since they since they got involved and I, I don't think too many people would be unhappy at that but you know again that seems a little bit disruptive but you know who knows what the future holds but I think you know a lot of anger about it at the moment and it's difficult to be rational um, at this point in time so anyway I'll shut up now um, apologies for the monologue um, hope some of you enjoyed it in some form. Uh, so check out the podcast or, or indeed join the team live uh, on Love Sport Tuesday 7 till 9. And of course Terence, Albert and Sam will be back uh, for the preview pod which we'll give you a little teaser for just after this. So thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back to normal service next week. Let's be losing about 12 nil to Watford, I don't know. But <laughs> no fingers crossed, everything will be back to normal next week. Thank you very much. Cheers, bye. Back of the Nest Match Preview Podcast. Hello, lovely listeners. It's Terence from the Preview Podcast here, and the games are coming thick and fast at the moment. And next week, we are playing Watford in the FA Cup quarter final. Join me, Albert Curley, and Sam Hesketh from Thursday nights on all your good podcast outlets to listen to the preview for the game. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.